Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? I'm good, Panda. How are you? You know, I've been thinking. I, I first of all, I'm doing great because Kingdom Hearts comes out next week, and I'm riding <laughs> this cloud of excitement through through the next. <laughs> <laughs> my life. I know that Teresa does not care about Kingdom Hearts and I, she's suffering because all of her friends uh, do. I am Kingdom Hearts Avoider 9000. <laughs> like, but uh, I don't care. I'm excited about it and I'm going to talk about it on this podcast right now and that's the end of that bit. Teresa, I also have been in desperate need and that need is for you to tell me about the dog wedding please tell us about the dog wedding i guess before we launch into an anecdote we should introduce the third voice in the episode which is our good buddy jeff how you doing jeff i'm feeling fine how's it how's it going it's 2019 and we're starting off fresh with a guest and now Teresa's gonna tell us about the dog wedding which is apparently some deep tea slore it's not even that deep deep in the past yeah i guess so i was in elementary school and when i was younger i got a dog in third grade and i think maybe fourth grade i was like wow i want to get my dog married and i had a friend (laughs) who had a dog and like whenever we would like hang out like our parents would bring the dogs so the dogs hung out a lot and since compulsory heterosexuality is a thing when you're nine years old i was like all right well i guess candy and bailey have to get married and my mom was like all right so (laughs) i originally was like how about may 1st and my mom's like let's not have it may 1st because that's my actual wedding anniversary So we had it the week after May 1st, so May 8th, if I recall correctly. It may have been another week later. Either way, it was a Saturday in May, and we made a veil for my dog, and my neighbor brought her Bichon Freeze, and my friend brought her Basset Hound, and I think there was another dog there, but I can't remember whose. All of the Basset Hound and the Bichon Freeze wore little like flowers on their collar, so they were the bridesmaids, and we made Bailey, who was the groom, wear a bow tie. And Candy wore a veil, like I said, even though she kind of ate half of it off. And <laughs> my aunt did the reading, and somebody went to a local bakery and bought dog treats for them. And I actually ate a piece of the dog treat out of morbid curiosity as a nine-year-old. No, tease, you can't. You, you have to give us a full description of what that tasted like. So now my dogs are crying because my mom just left. These are different dogs. So since it was like a gourmet dog bakery treat, it tasted like a really bland cookie. Like, <laughs> I'd imagine that a milk bone would taste more chemically. Like the first time I ever ate a Lunchable, I put a piece of cheese. Well, I never actually ate a real Lunchable. I only ate a Lunchable piece of cheese. And the first time I put this piece of cheese in my mouth, I felt like there were chemicals running through my body. Like, that's you know, not real cheese, dog. No, yeah, yeah that's 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 pretty much uh, right on point. You're yeah. right. It did not make you sick because it's not real cheese. Yeah, like you know the little pipe screensaver. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, Windows, like Windows ninety eight. 
That's what I felt like, except it was cheese when I put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's a beautiful metaphor. Thank you. What a description. Thank you. That and like the time I thought I had the time I had dipped into I'm, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. So I put this in my mouth and I was like, wow, this does not taste as chemically as my experience with Lunchables cheese was. Like, I assume if I were to have a milk bone, it would taste like that. But because this was like some gourmet ass dog treat, it just tasted like a really bland cookie. But anyway, and then somebody else brought little like steak leftover for the dogs as well. So the dogs all ate that. And lo and behold, uh, my dog was married. However, this dog only, I had maybe for about three more years because she actually died really suddenly. Aww. Yeah, so my dog got married. And there's definitely more photos out there than the one I posted on Twitter, but I don't know where they are, and I don't really feel like looking for them. But I know they exist, and it's just mostly my dog with her veil on. So so did Neen make the veil? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot your family did for you for that. That is very nice. My mom just lets me do shit. I, I <laughs> like, guess, but like, she had to put to work for that. Not really. <laughs> my mom's been sewing since she was like six. So we have a sewing room in my house and uh, there was a lot of leftover fabric in my basement. So she's kind of just like, yeah, kid, do whatever. So I just kind of did whatever. But uh, yeah, so the dog wedding, that's the thing, I guess. Here's the Fresh Podcast Market. We're a real podcast about fake podcasts. And I'm going to go first. I don't know whose turn it is, but it's the new year. So everything that happened in 2018 doesn't count anymore. Cool. And I'm going to take this moment to use the suggestion we got on Twitter last month. And it's from Twitter user at RacetrackConLon. Oh, that's Elion. Elion's submitted ideas to us before in the past. That is Elion. I do remember this now. And this idea is podcast where someone explains JJBA to me. JJBA, <laughs> of course, being JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> We're no stranger to someone explains X to me podcast ideas. But I think this one is the most interesting because it's the first idea where you probably understand less after being explained to than you did before. Yeah. This is true. I, I can't disagree with that, having watched all of JoJo so far and read none of it. have So neither one of you have experienced JoJo? I have watched the show. I have not read the manga. Okay. I've and... seen the first, I've seen the very first season of JoJo and I follow a lot of people that like JoJo. So I've seen art of characters over the years without any context. Well, I'll be your guide since I have read parts one through six and up to a third of part seven. I have to go back and read part seven and I've watched parts one through three and half of four for the anime so i have the most knowledge out of this family right now you are the jojo expert <laughs> we can call me that but out of the three of us yeah so this is what i'll say can i give you my controversial opinion about jojo i liked it better in the first two seasons than the the, the season of the stands that's so valid. I wish every day that they would bring back Hammond so much, which that's a fun episode we can talk about. We can explain Hammond 
and how Hammond's just completely eliminated after part two. How about this? Explain to to Panda how they introduce it. Okay, so oh boy, somebody punches a frog, and okay, that, <laughs> and that demonstrates that you can use power without punching the frog, <laughs> and. <laughs> uh, she punches the frog and the the rock below the frog breaks the frog is okay yeah thank you huh. um okay <laughs> so jojo is basically the issue with jojo is that it's kind of like really bad movies that just keep getting sequels even though they don't really need one but in reality they're actually kind of good yeah, and it, it like started out as like a vampire story, and then mm-hmm. became not that later. Yeah, yeah, I I recall that from the beginning, and I actually think I may have seen this frog episode. I'm I was looking at I googled it, and I saw an image that seemed familiar to me, and it had Speedwagon in it. Is I think this man's name? Maybe. Yes, it is. He has a checkerboard hat. Yeah, yeah, that's Speedwagon. I think yeah. I have. I think I have actually seen this scene, but it was so ludicrous that I did erase it from my entire brain. <laughs> Congratulations! Oh, that's wild. I love Speedwagon. So the way I've read all of this, my expertise lies in part six because. Is that the one with Jolene? It is! I just love girls! But Jojo, I think, is nuanced enough that you can totally describe it. Like, you can make a podcast out of it, for sure. And I think there's enough back information as well about Araki himself that you could totally just talk and talk and talk about him. Yeah, you can like go into tangents about like the characters named after songs. Just, mm-hmm. like, forever. There's so many. And about how the, the subtitles like obviously change it, even though they're still saying the same the same name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's like a lot about copyright and stuff like that. And the reason why certain endings are picked over other songs is like because that's what actually Iraqi was listening to while he was creating that part, like when he was doing the manga for it. So there's like a lot of information. And for instance, like I found out recently that one of the stands is based off of a Moomin character. There's, like, a lot. Ooh, Moomin's getting a cartoon soon. Yeah, it looks really cute. I'm really excited. Yeah, I like this idea because I also don't know very much about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and would like if someone explained it to me. So let's come up with a name. Wait, I was going to say, first, we have to ask each other the most important question. If you had a stand, what would its name be and then what would its American name be? Oh, I don't have any context for the American names, but I could come up. I could come up with a name that's a a song, because I know how that works. So, for instance, "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap" is questionable. Questionable deeds done at a something price or something like that. Okay, so it's like the when you, they come out with those Halloween costumes that are very clearly copyrighted characters, but they give them a dumb name. Yes, Rebel Hungry Girl and Katniss Everdeen. Okay, I think I get this now. Nice. So, for instance, my stand is <laughs> Mambo Number Five. Like, <laughs> there's art of Mambo Number Five, and she's beautiful, and I love her. 
five and your stand is just so perfect. Thank you. And it so just, my- it took me aback. <laughs> so Mambo number five is like, you know, those dolls made out of paper and they all hold hands. Yeah. Imagine that, but five beautiful women. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you. And all that my stand does is just distract you. So the stand will ask you to have fun and like hang out with it while then like somebody else sucker punches you from behind. And that's Mambo number five. If it was an American stand, it would be Tango number four. <laughs> and that's my stand. Jeff, what would yours be? Um, I, I saw this on Twitter earlier, like a couple weeks ago, and they said it was just the, the album you listen to most in your youth. So my stand would be Dizzy Up the Girl by the Goo Goo Dolls. I respect that. And I feel like it would be like, um, it would like, could make directions confusing so it like turn things upside down or or, or like mirror them or spin them around so you could not navigate oh that's really good Get trapped in some sort of like weird labyrinth made of the area you're already in or something definitely i can't think of a I name respect that i don't know how it'd be mis- untranslated though mm. Mm. if i had to then choose like an album that i listened to a lot as a kid i mean if you want like child child Teresa you'd get like pop to you drop by 18s if it was like a formative album you'd get life fantastic by man man and neither one of those makes a good stand name so I'm gonna stick with mambo number five I think my stand would be called sugar we're going down Valid. And I'm trying to think of what the American name would be. Sweet, um, um, it could just be the Veggie Tales Country Hits album. That could be a stand. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you? I told you my story about that, right? Yes. I think it's on an episode. Yeah. Okay. I remember now. Yeah. That's why you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My the American name would just be because they would get the rights to Veggie Tales, just not to trigger we're going down. Is the thing. <laughs> Yeah, also the Ve- Ve- VeggieTales section were going down. No, I meant like the, the American name would just be VeggieTales, the, like the country music album, whatever it's called. But just they would get the rights to the VeggieTales name for some reason, but they wouldn't get Fallout Boy. Perfect. And, uh, what would the stand's power be? I don't know. <laughs> it would make you sink. Like, you know, like how quicksand works, but like at an accelerated rate, like movie quicksand, that. And just like into anything. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sand. Would it it have little antlers like the Sugar Would Go Down video? It absolutely would have antlers. That was was such a good deep cut. Thank you, Teresa. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So let's think of a name. I feel like you could call like an a very easy name would be like whatever because I presumably this is the person who knows things about something explaining to person who doesn't know and you could perhaps name it co-host who doesn't know things whatever their name would be bizarre adventure yeah That's an easy name it's not a fun name. The first thing that popped into my head was aura or oral history, but I really hate that. <laughs> hmm. I would call it Jojo. 
Oh no. <laughs> I can respect that. Oh no, Jojo. Oh no, Jojo. Maybe part zero. Ooh, so that it's like a I like that. Yeah. That's all I got. I think these are all great names and cool. we've taken up a lot of the time of the podcast goofing off about JoJo stand names. So It's good pod, don't worry. It's time for someone else's idea. I'm gonna elect Jeff. Oh well I as have the an guest. Idea. Yeah. So my idea is uh, I'm a, I'm a homeowner, right? I own a house, and I think I've noticed in the last three years of living here is that no one really like everyone. There's all these videos online about like how to fix basic household shit. Like, oh, what if your toilet's running? What if you have to repair a pipe? But no one like goes into like all the like weird problems you come into a house. Like for instance, a while back I had to fix a, a pipe, and turns out that the main water valve my house just the the knob just snaps off. Like, when you try to turn it off. Oh, no. Like, how do you deal with that? Oh, no. So, like, it's nothing. It's like nothing that's like destroying a thing. It's like, what happens when, like, you got a fucking, like, uh, wasp nest in, like, the wall in your room? What are you going to do about that? Like, oh my all God. these, like, weird problems you get that, like, no one, like, you're not going to get an inspection because no one in the inspection is going to be, like, turning all the light switches and knobs and, like, checking all this stuff really s- closely. It's all these things that, like, why would that happen? Like, what's going on there? Like, why Why is this even a problem? I like this idea because it opens up the possibility of, like, having multiple homeowners as guests on different episodes to talk about their experiences with just the most insane shit that has happened in their house. Teresa and I have both never owned homes, so we don't know very much about this necessarily, but... I have rented a house and sometimes things just go crazy for no reason. And luckily, I'm able to just ask someone else to fix it because I rent the house that I'm in. Oh, yeah. I like this idea, especially because we talked a little bit about like renters and landlords in a previous episode. And this kind of is in that same vein of crazy stuff that is a normal part of life that people don't necessarily talk about. Yeah, like like what do you do when you tear down your bathroom wall and there's just like there's just like weird stuff back there. There's a like, secret take- room where the previous tenants were having satanic rituals. I was gonna say I had a dream a couple of days ago that I tore the wall in my house and there was just like an entire another house behind that wall <laughs> that I just didn't know about that what no one told me do? about. I don't know. That's actual hell. As you guys probably know, all I do is watch like weird YouTube videos where it's like top 10 things that happened in your house. And I'm like, in my house! <laughs> but I was watching one the other day that I was like, five people that lived in other people's houses. And I was like, what the fuck? And the first one that they showed was this woman was living in a man's New York apartment crawl space. And then when he was asleep, she would piss in a sink. And like, now my life is ruined. Ew! Yeah, the police had to like apprehend her in the crawl space and shit like that. And I was like, what? Excuse me? And like, how do you deal? Like, how do you bounce back from that? I would like board up everything in my house possible. Like, I would be so paranoid. And could you? I I don't know what I would do. Like, somebody would have to tell me what to do emotionally (laughs) and physically. 
yeah, I'm here for this podcast. I mean, this is like the most extreme, but <laughs> I'm here for this podcast. Jeff, what is the strangest thing you've had to put up with as a homeowner? When I was renovating my bathroom, when I was tearing out the floor, and the guy who had done this place before I lived here, he the the concrete masonry underneath the tile was like three inches thick, and I had to take it out with a sledgehammer. There was no reason for it to be that way. There's no like possible like you don't need that much backing stuff underneath your tire your bathroom and just like i'm like why did this guy overdo this like why did he put eight nails in this thing when he could have taken one screw like what is he doing what why are you making the decisions at me that's so much so my mom's husband corkster has uh children who are way older than me and who are all homeowners and when his youngest was looking for a house they did renovations on the bathroom by themselves. And instead of there being regular ass plugs, they just had extension cords go through the walls. Excuse oh me? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And my mom was like, you're really trying to sell your house when your bathroom looks like this? And then and the other thing to go into is like, for, I've been rid of my bathroom for uh, six months now. It's not done yet. Just oh, because... God. Like, no one ever says, like, you know what? You have a full-time job. Renovating something yourself is hard, and it takes a lot of energy. And you're going to get home, and you be like, well, the wall's up. The toilet is in. I have a bathtub now, so I guess it's good enough to use because I live alone, and no one's complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I always, like, rag on my, my stepdad when I was younger about never finishing projects for the house. Now I understand why that would happen. You've gained new insight. Uh, yes. <laughs> Time to apologize to your stepdad, Ron. I would never do that. No, he, was, he was a trash man. <laughs> okay, what would you call this home renovation podcast? I have an idea. I have a name. I would love to hear it. Are you ready? All right. Respect your surroundings. Ooh. <laughs> That's good. That was powerful. Jeff, do you have a name? Oh, God. Oh, uh, Really, just be like, what was I thinking buying this? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Why didn't anyone tell me? It's really good. Home Depot. <laughs> you could just name it Home Depot. <laughs> I'm sure you won't run into any problems with that. No. <laughs> no not at all. No cease and desists. <laughs> all right, Tease, do you have an idea for us? Here, this one's easy. How about... A podcast where people discuss if a video game character is a friend or not. Ooh, this is very this is very topical for my life, which I'll go into later. Continue with your idea. Because, like, sometimes you see characters and you're like, I want to party with this guy, but they're not your friend. Like, for instance, right now, I'm really into the Metal Gear Solid games. I'm going through them. I'm watching Let's Plays. And frankly... I've attached myself to all damn characters. Fucking Liquid Snake has become my boy. And I would not be his friend. I would not party with him. But I love him. And I think we need to sometimes reflect if a video game character is a friend or not. Okay, real quick. I don't know anything about liquid snake except there's a character in the metal gear franchise called liquid snake guys give me a rundown real quick on who the he fuck liquid is snake is solid snakes twin brother and even though he has all recessive genes he is a weakling 
<laughs> no, no, it turns out they had all dominant genes. They thought Snake had the dominant genes. Oh, wait, and it made shit. Him mad. shit, my bad, my bad. Either <laughs> Even that's not how genes work. Yeah, that's, that's not they how were, genes work. They were both clone babies of a different mercenary named uh, the original um, Naked uh, Snake. Big boss. Yeah, Naked Snake. Naked Snake. I'm. Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. This, 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 this would take hours. Forget a JoJo podcast. We need a Metal Gear Solid podcast. This is actually an idea that we have had on the show before because I do want someone to explain Metal Gear to me. But Nate, I've got a video for you. I'll give it to you later. Okay, great. I would love your recommendation. There's a lot of chip cheese that makes that good content. So. Yes, 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 yes. Chip and Eroticus. That's who's going to say. Oh, excellent. Yeah. They, did, they did a drunk Metal Gear history uh, episode where they got together one time. <gasps> I would love to see Drunk Tease Metal Gear. Friend of the show, Serena, despite her looking like she knows a lot about Metal Gear, all she really knows is from that Drunk Metal Gear series and from a very long fan fiction. And that's it. (laughs) That sounds right. Serena reads a lot of fan fiction. She's like, yeah, I know the timeline. And I'm like, awesome. So... (laughs) CERN is a treasure. Yeah, so tell me about what you were going to say. Who was the topical friend video game character? I forgot entirely what we were talking about because I got caught up on Naked Snake. (laughs) Video game characters, friend or foe. Oh, yes, because there's this Bloodborne character that Jimmy and his fucking friend Zane like called Ludwig and Ludwig is not shaped like a friend. Ludwig is whatever the opposite of a friend is. Not even a foe. Like something, An enemy? Something deeper than that. I don't know. I look at him and I An look nemesis. at him and it strikes mortal terror in my stomach and it makes me sick. And I don't like to look at him because he's very gross. I don't trust him. I don't know. What does this little man look like? You shouldn't trust anyone in any Dark Souls or Bloodborne game. They're all lying to you, always. I'm going to look up a picture of this gross This little man needs to pop his acne. Uh, I'm finding a picture of this gross horse creature. You know what he looks like? He looks like the monster from Daisy Brown. I don't know what that is. Alright, let me show you. But I have a picture of Ludwig, and I'm going to put it in the Zencaster chat so everyone can see. He's horrible, and I hate him. Here, and I'll show you what Alan looks like. That guy sucks. I hate it. I hate looking at this. I'm closing out of the window so I don't have to look at him anymore. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> what I should have said? Teresa? Why is on, his, on like, the side of his body? <laughs> Teresa, I wish I could go back in time before I saw this and not click on that link. Yeah, he gets worse. Wait, oh my god, you guys don't know about Daisy Brown? I don't. What is Daisy Brown? Ah, Okay, it's a YouTube series about this girl who has a pet monster, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And she has to raise a monster, and it's about like her escaping him. And he gets uglier and uglier and bigger and bigger. And his name is Alan. And he calls her a lesbian slur at one point, which is not nice. But Daisy's a lesbian. And she's 
the YouTube horror ARG representation that I deserve. Uh, I I love Daisy Brown. It's actually really good. Uh, I I don't like. I didn't like looking at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I was not a fan. That was an unpleasant experience <laughs> all around. Oh, it's. I might check out this series because I will watch anything with a lesbian in it. But I did not like looking at that image that you. I mean, it's clearly like a paper mache puppet. Like if you watch it, it looks like a potato. It looks too wet. Yeah, it does look very wet. He drinks sugar water like that one guy in Men in Black. Oh, I. Hmm. That that's horrific. Anyway, a friend or foe. Okay, so we have strayed <laughs> very far from the original premise of this topic. We well, have- Ludwig is not a friend. So, so what would, be the, what would be the um, the format of this podcast? We like every episode would be like a character from a game, and you have to discuss the frienditude of this character. I like yeah. the word frienditude. Frienditude. I'm here for that. I feel like it would be better as a video based podcast and if somebody would hold up a picture of a character and it could be people who have no idea who the hell the character is and then you have to guess if they'd be a friend or a foe and then people who do know the series can decide if they're a friend or a foe as well because sometimes characters look like friends but they're not exactly exactly Mm -hmm. like flowey from undertale that's that's just wise advice for you in everyday life. Never say that word to me again. <laughs> the U word. The U word. The U word. Don't say it. Don't speak it. I'll come and kill you. Don't say, if you say his name, don't laugh. He'll kill you. The pee pee poo poo. What? Okay, do you remember the bye bye man? The Bye Bye Man was no. a movie that came out like two years ago or something. And there was a really horrible Photoshop that somebody <laughs> made of the poster and it called him the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. And that was what <laughs> Teresa was just referencing. What? <laughs> the Bye Bye Man is a horrible, a horrible horror movie. And it. I had a very stupid premise, and I don't recommend it to anyone. But I do like, I did like the memes when the movie came out. That was funny. It was a good time for the internet. I'm crying. I can't breathe. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, sure. Baby Boo Boo Man. Okay, we're good. Um, I'm gonna try to find you the the poster. Yeah, I feel oh, like no. I found it. I found it. I also found it, but you no. can put it in the Zencaster chat. Okay. God oh damn my it. god! I, there's like tears, literal tears, coming down my eyes right now. Um, so. What would we name this podcast about being a friend or a foe? I mean, friend or foe, obviously, but that's kind of done to death, I feel like. I like that. Are are they shaped like a friend? Uh, oh, friend shaped? Question mark. Friend shaped is good. I also like just calling it frienditude. 
Frienditude because each is time good. you're yeah. figuring out what the frienditude of the character is. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, I have seen this post before. Okay, I'm Things glad. Things happen so quickly these days that it's very easy to forget. I thought Chris Straub made this this post, like the 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 poster here, because he I made there was no a comic idea. he did about it. I have with no the same idea. Premise. Maybe so. I I don't know. But yes, I like frienditude. I also like friend shaped question mark, and I do like friend or foe, even though it's a little trite. Yeah, I get that. I'm sorry. I was writing down a note to myself about the pee pee poo poo man. <laughs> Not about the pee pee poo poo man. Yeah, I I think frienditude wins this one though. I'm here for Finally, it. I had a good idea. Well, it was kind of Jeff's idea. Well, I meant like the name. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Jeff did also use the word frienditude, so it was technically yeah. his idea that I was just taking credit for. That's okay. It's yours to have. Okay, Jeff posted the Bye Bye Man comic in it. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Is it time to wrap this bad boy I up? I think it is. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandonato. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. Jeff, where can they follow you? Uh, I'm on Twitter. My Twitter name is HeyBoots. Yeah. I guess if you want to follow things I do, um, me and a couple friends of mine, we play tabletop games on the Let's Play Zone, which is LP.Zone. It's a great website if you like Let's Plays. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. If you would like to follow us on Tumblr, you can follow us at Fresh Podcast Market and you can send us ideas there. And you can also send ideas to our email at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And we also have a Ko-fi where you can support the show if you so choose. You can find the link to that. I think it's on all of our stuff, but I think it's also ko-fi.com slash freshpodcastmarket. And our theme song is Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That's producer Jimmy, who you can find on Twitter at Jimothy Jam. And I think that's all of our things. Is that all of our things, Teresa? It's been so long. Yeah, it has. It has. I think that's it. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa and Jeff. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Panda and Jeff. Everybody, it's time to watch out for the pee-pee-poo-poo man. Have a good one. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) It just felt wrong only thanking you. (laughs) It it had to be done.